it's me, Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, from all those Jay and Silent Bob type pictures, man. And I'm breaking the silence to tell you that you're listening to the Buff and the Blazer podcast with Drew and El Tato. Enjoy the show, kids. Hey, El Tato. What's going on? We got a podcast of Buff and the Blazer. If I was a listener, where would I go to find more? You can check us out on our website, thebuffintheblazer.com. Drew over there writes an article that goes along with every single episode. You can find all kinds of little extras on the articles, and you can listen to the podcast right there. Also, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, we're on Twitter, at Buff and Blazer. Follow us there. Get those clicks, people. The Buff and the Blazer. Welcome to episode 77 of the Buff and the Blazer podcast, the show where we break down and discuss old movies, new movies, all that's in between. I'm Drew, and once again, I'm joined by my pal and co-host, Mr. El Tato. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How's it going? Heat. Temperature is up. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely up for you. It's hot as fuck, dude. It's not supposed to be that that hot up that high. No. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm not a huge fan of the heat, but Been I deal with mid- it. Mid-90s for six days in a row. Yeah. yeah, no thanks, no thanks. Well, I kind of just want to jump into this. I have to tell <laughs> you guys. This movie's hot, too, right? This is a hot movie. Um, <laughs> El Tato was, like, busting my chops. He wanted to review this movie so bad. And oh, I, yeah, yeah. So, El Tato, explain yourself. We're We're talking... <laughs> In the Heights, directed by John M. Chu, a musical. Explain yourself, man. How did this come about? Why were you so well, excited to review this movie? <laughs> I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I grew up in a very performing arts family, very theatrical family, and I'm a bit traumatized by musicals. <laughs> and if you couldn't tell, I, Drew was being facetious over there because i absolutely hate musicals they make me there's nothing that makes me more uncomfortable than watching people sing talk Mm, yeah so he thought it would be a good idea to do this movie (laughs) because he knew it would make me uncomfortable and i had to i have to say only partially only partially may i say it was the most uncomfortable i've ever been in my own house (laughs) Hey, wait, wait, hold on. I got to read the text that you sent me right after you watched it, or the day after you watched it. El Tato Ugh. sends me a text on Friday, which was two days ago at 2.42 p.m., and he says, congrats, you made me the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my home watching that movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I don't like musicals. They make me really uncomfortable. But... <laughs> I'm going to be objective about this, and I'm not just going to hate on it, because how it makes me feel is only one out of five categories when it comes to ranking. Yeah, that's what's kind of cool. Must be objective. That's what's kind of cool about our ranking system, because I was thinking about it, too, and 
I'm not the biggest fan of musicals either, simply because I don't like singing dialogue. I hate yeah. that. Let's let's talk. Get your reaction first before we dive into mine. So overall thoughts of In the Heights. All right. So besides how it made me feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. the movie has some great messaging. It touches on a lot of uh, important topics, immigration and dreamers and uh, community and, you know, romance and all that shit. <laughs> so all, <laughs> all, all the that messaging good shit. was was uh was on point and i appreciated that the production it was massive right Mm -hmm. it it felt like a like a broadway musical just on the big screen it was really big a lot of massive choreographed routines with i don't know 100 plus people in the scene right the cinematography was actually pretty cool there was some cool different kind of shooting and stuff like that Mm mm-hmm and uh, the score was wrapped into the whole movie, so I'm not sure how I'm going to rank that yet. But essentially, the score is the the movie, right? Yeah. So all in all, um, all of the actors are extremely talented. You know, these are they could sing and dance and act, and so I want to give props there. Uh, the story was kind of on the nose a bit, but there was a little twisty turvy in it that caught me by surprise so i'm gonna give props for that too yeah me too me too but it was a cringe watch man (laughs) i don't enjoy these types of movies it made me uncomfortable for two and a half hours (laughs) and uh i couldn't follow a lot of the singing because i get so uncomfortable when they start singing yeah i can't really listen to the words anymore i just (laughs) kind of like cringe so i may have missed quite a bit of dialogue that's wrapped into the songs but i did like the hip-hop elements yeah and you got the musical you got the fact that it was in washington heights like set in washington heights you're yeah you got that much yeah i got that much all right you're all good good. but yeah all in all i can i can uh acknowledge the talent and the coordination and and the cinematography and the production level but i didn't enjoy watching it at all (laughs) and i have to say so, being that I grew up in this uh, theatrical family, I reached out a bit to some of my resources and had my parents watch this oh, yesterday. Oh, I was just going to ask you that. Okay. And uh, my mom called me and she's like, we're 25 minutes in and we're turning it off. Oh, shit. So, the, the one people that I have in my life to use a resource that, you know, performed, have performed live for huge audiences and... Even my father almost got on Broadway, but he couldn't sing. This is the thing, though, too, right, about this movie. It's very much like a a modern-type musical with the kind yeah. of music it has and stuff. Are they just kind of more into, like, the traditional style of Broadway musical? Probably. With, the, like, the I hip-hop guess, element yeah. probably threw them off. They're more like classical ballet Gotcha. Folk, you know okay, gotcha. Wow, okay, cool. But, yeah, they, they my ma, my ma reaffirmed my opinion a little bit. Yeah. So I don't feel as bad, but (laughs) it's definitely not how critics and the audience feels about the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about you, man? What's your overall? Okay. Well, I got to say, I'm responsible for this. Yes. But it's it's like, it's got so much buzz behind it, and it's one of those new Warner Brothers movies on HBO Max, so it's something we had to do. 
So I'm, I'm glad that we're gonna actually going to talk about it. I'm very much like you. I've never been a huge fan of musicals whatsoever. And I'd have to say, like, the musicals I can watch are, like, the really old-timey ones. So, like, the ones from, like, the 30s and 40s with, like, Fred Astaire. Okay. Um, the most recent musical that I got into that I actually really liked because everything about it felt natural and they weren't singing dialogue was La La Land. It was more of, like, a film with three or four big, like, not even big, but three or four, like, music video cut sequences where they're singing a song and not dialogue most of the time. Okay. This movie's the opposite. This movie is sung 95% of the time with little <laughs> interstitches of spoken dialogue. So I had to get used to that. It's not my favorite style. After about like the first 25, 30 minutes, I kind of got like, well, I don't even know what, what's a good word to describe it, but it just, I got used to it and I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Um, <laughs> I do have some like legitimate criticisms though of the story, uh, I think okay. anyway. But overall, I thought it was well directed. I thought that the actors and the performers in the film were fantastic. I thought they did a good job, and I believed every one of them in the roles that they had. And what I liked most about it, I think, was that they did shoot it in Washington Heights for real. I really liked that element, and it kind of gave it, even though it's like a massive musical where everyone's singing. There was something oddly grounded visually because it takes place in the, the, the actual location that it's set. So I really like that. And yeah, there were some really cool sequences. I think my favorite was uh, the one that takes place on the, an apartment balcony between okay. Nina and uh, Benny. I really like that sequence. I wasn't a huge fan of any of the songs in particular. <laughs> uh, it's just, it wasn't really my jam. And like Lin-Manuel Miranda, like I take my hat off to the guy. He's like really talented and he can come up with all these like crazy raps and stuff. And this is like totally in his wheelhouse. This is his style. Like this is his baby, his Broadway baby that they adapted to the screen. So uh, I actually was... liked a few of the hip hop ones. Yeah. I think uh, if I had to pick one of my, f the better sequences for me, it was the very beginning when you're introduced to the character and he's kind of like walking down the street and stuff. But yeah, I think all in all, while it didn't work for me, it's not because it was poorly made. It's just, mm. it's a personal preference. I, I'm not Same. a fan of the style. Same. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about this story, though. And how do we want to... Are we, are we spoiling? I think we can talk a little bit more about the story, even if we have light spoilers. This has been a Broadway musical since like 2008. Oh, it has? Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so it was it was on Broadway. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh man, and it won like all kinds of awards. Yeah, it's it was really highly acclaimed on Broadway. I thought Lin Manuel Miranda like just took Broadway to the screen. I oh, didn't no. know this this was already a stage play. I no, thought it this was, was like he wrote something that could be either right. He's the he's. The writer, right? He he came up with the idea. He wrote all the music and stuff. I'm assuming, yeah, that's what we mean by saying he wrote it, especially for Broadway. And it like it won Tony Awards, so it was oh, okay. like highly acclaimed, just like Hamilton. Um, that kind of changed my opinion a bit. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just now. 
Because if it felt like a musical, it's because that's what it was. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure they're going to adapt Hamilton at some point, too. Yeah, Um, you're going to make me do that. Oh, yeah, we have to. (laughs) Is this you getting back at me for the Legion? Because I picked that, and that was... (laughs) That was by far the worst movie we've Dude, reviewed. but like even for me, that movie looked cool in the trailers. Did like, it? yeah, it did. Fuck. I know. <laughs> Fuck. I can't I can't hold that against you. No, this is just me poking fun of your hatred for musicals. I love it. It's not really hatred, man. Like I <laughs> cause I can respect the talent level, you know, and, yeah. and what it is, it just makes me really uncomfortable to watch it. I get you, yeah. No, me too, me too. And it's like if somebody's like playing a solo guitar at a bar or something. Yeah. And just up there singing by themselves. That makes me really uncomfortable too. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because you're like, you feel uncomfortable for them. Like Probably. You, you don't want them to mess up and then it just gets awkward. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, in the Heights anyway, back to what I was saying, like it won Tony awards for best musical and best original score. So like, this is a big deal. So I understand like all the hype behind it. And the fact that it's directed by John M. Chu, who did Crazy Rich Asians, which was, like, really successful. Like, do you kind of get the context for this being so, like, hyped up? I do now. Okay. All right. But that uh, Crazy Rich Asians movie, I was in a hotel once, and it was playing. I was there. Okay, yeah, little snippets of it, Mm -hmm. right, when we were playing dominoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that movie looked, everything I saw was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a lot of talent behind it. And uh, I know there's a a ton of people who are super hyped for it to come out on film. Um, So, like, this is my first exposure to it whatsoever. I'm not familiar with the story before watching the movie. And I have to say, like, this is where one of my criticisms comes in a little bit. I want to say I was looking at the, the timer and about 45 to 49 minutes in, almost 50 minutes in, I didn't know what the movie was about <laughs> and that's not good. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm, we're almost an hour in and I don't know what the plot of this movie is. And okay. I don't know if that's just something that I wasn't picking up on or I'm too stupid to like realize what's going on on screen. But for me anyway, I just didn't see a clear direction of a plot almost halfway into the movie. And that was pretty, pretty weird for me. I don't, I don't know what you feel about that. I mean, I, I kind of knew early on that, like, his decision to go back to the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. was, like, the driver. Yeah, we're talking about Usnavi, right? Usnavi, Anthony Ramos. yeah. And, by the way, that's the funniest aspect of the movie what? is his name <laughs> and how he got it. And it's super funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. But... I knew that's where it was going. I knew there was going to be a bunch of romance looped into all of it. Yeah. You know what's funny is I actually thought it would have been a lot more romantic than it was. I wasn't expecting it to be, like, gushingly romantic. And it wasn't really that. No. At least not for me. No, it was more of, like, a a well-rounded, in terms of, like, life, life lessons mm-hmm. story. It kind of touched a ton of topics. Yeah. Right? It wasn't just a romance story. There was some romance in it, but it was like a community story. There was, there was a lot wrapped into it. So, Yeah, and it, it, it focuses a lot on like the lives of the main characters. You kind of get a, a good idea of each one of them, and they're kind of, they all have this sort of 
thing they're chasing. And the film is kind of centered around that. And I guess that's what threw me off in the beginning is because I didn't know, I didn't know we were dealing with that yet. And so like 50 minutes in, I guess either it just didn't stand out to me or it flew over my head or something, but I didn't know where the movie was going <laughs> after an hour, which was nuts. So I have a qu- I think I have a little bit of a theory on that. All right. On the time it, t- it, t- cause it, it did take, I paused the movie probably a similar time, 45 minutes in uh-huh. because I felt like I was way deeper into the movie Yeah, than I really was, but was still they were still piecing everything together so my theory is in in a musical like this every time you introduce a new character there's a monstrous song and dance <laughs> number that goes with it <laughs> right like a 8 to 17 minute long dude i felt like anytime song. someone would go to the store and buy a snickers bar there was a, a musical number behind it <laughs> yeah you know so yeah. like that's that's why the movie for me felt so long yeah and probably like, yeah, the first act is, I was hoping to be like an hour and a half deep when I hit pause and I was half of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, w- it wasn't so much that for me. I was just like, after a point, I was sitting there going like, what is this movie about? And when I hit pause and it said like 50 minutes, I was like, oh God, where are they going to take this? But I'd, I'd say it's very much that. It's like... It's a collage film of like taking the lives of three or four different characters and really exploring each one of them. Um, and they're like loosely connect, not in this film, they're, they're very much connected, but in like other films that do that, they're somewhat loosely connected or not connected at all. It's one of those things where you can take a magnifying glass to like four or five different characters and follow them around. But yeah, so if, if anything like that's, that was probably my one criticism and I'm going to keep it too. Like, even if, that's just what the story is. For me, that doesn't work. Like, if need I'm to 50, land that hook earlier. Yeah, like I need to get a clear picture of where, like, what this is. Fifty minutes in, so yeah, I'm gonna hold that to the story itself. But once, once I'm like, you know, <laughs> over halfway in, and I see that it's kind of like centered on Usnavi more than the rest, sorta, kinda, um, and I get a clear picture of like, okay, he's. He's probably in a position where he's going to leave the community. You got Nina, who's like in a similar situation where she's trying to stay back home, but then she ends up leaving. So that's kind of like an opposite deal. Once I started to understand that and like really get into the meat of the characters, I was like, I was a little bit better with the story. And then once the, the ending happened with the twist, I really liked that. Okay. It was a nice kind of... Just, I guess it's a, a nice twist that I wasn't expecting. Because in the beginning, they totally set you up for like, oh, he did it. <laughs> like yeah. he left and he's telling. And and how they reveal um, his daughter. Like she's one of the kids there sitting down. Hearing See, I was on to that pretty early. Yeah. I was not. <laughs> but I did I did enjoy that twist quite a bit. And it it, it really kind of, it made the story better for me at the end. Um, even though it's like it's all a kind of a happy ending sort of story. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean by like most of the story, all the beats are on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> it's all really happy and, and works out real nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have a a, a question. Do, you, do so? Have you ever been to a Broadway show? Never. Me neither. Okay, but I've <laughs> I've been to all kinds of 
performances. Yeah. As a tot. Do you think when you paused the movie and when I kind of paused the movie would have been like a first intermission? Oh, that is a really interesting point. Know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it really takes off after that same it point. It does. It does. After they introduce every single character. You know, I would they all be... have a number, and then it's like, boom, intermission, and then second act. Yeah, hold no, up. Know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just curious. I don't even know if Broadway's go straight through and don't stop. I have no idea. Just yeah. popped into my head, though, you know? Right. I'm trying to... Okay. So I'm on Wikipedia, right? On the the page for in the heights and it says act one act one ends when the power goes out so they're in like i guess everyone's in the uh the club then the power yeah. goes out and i think that's the end of act one that was the one dance scene that i did like a lot oh me too that whole sequence yeah. was really cool seeing yeah so i don't know where yeah. that lines up with timing but i would assume that's where an intermission happens if there is one hmm interesting but it did have that kind of, like, flow to it. Yeah, for sure. Like, it was a performance, you know? Yeah, so when I mentioned that this was a Broadway musical and you said that kind of changes your your outlook on some things, what do you mean by that specifically? Okay, so I was I, – I don't know where I got this opinion, but I just kind of went into the movie thinking – this was like a, a Broadway musical skipping the step. Oh. And, and, and just, like – he wrote this awesome thing and then just wanted to make a movie out of it first instead oh. of taking it to Broadway first. Gotcha. Okay. Get what I'm saying? So like yeah. I, the whole time I kind of was like, this is too Broadway and not enough movie if that's what he was doing. But now if it, if it came directly, you know, if the, the stage shows the predecessor, I, it changes my opinion of everything because there's probably a bunch of callbacks set wise to everything they did like the liquor store and the the corner right there you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure so yeah it lightened my my uh, opinion a bit oh, okay okay interesting well yeah so this if it seemed like a broadway musical it's because it was <laughs> <laughs> let's i'm gonna talk about this now because it's i mean it's part of the movie it's like a massive part of the movie the musical beats to it so like we said, a lot of the dialogue in this movie is sung. Were, the, were there any moments where music actually worked for you? Yeah, all the, all the rapping. Okay, cool. I totally, like, okay, so the scene when uh, the 96,000 or 94,000 or whatever the, the lottery ticket is. Yeah. When they find that and then they're rapping down the street and there's actually some kind of what I thought was pretty cool cinematography effects in that scene too. Yeah. When they're rapping down the street on their way to the pool, mm -hmm. this is like during the blackout, I'm assuming, right? Because it's, it's blazing hot everywhere. Yeah. I like that rap scene a lot. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the pool and then it turned into like the giant, <laughs> the giant <laughs> fucking number with, you know, 200 people in the pool all dancing and splashing at the same time. And like, can you do it that? It kind of lost its hip hop vibe at that point. You How know? do you do that on stage? I wonder if that's something that wasn't even part of the original. I'm not sure. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I don't know when I'll get to it, but there's some major health and safety violations in this movie. Oh, yeah. Relative to temperatures and heat index. So I need <laughs> to need to call that out at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then did they get their uh, cardinal directions correct in this movie? <laughs> I really don't know, man. I'm not, I don't know New York. Yeah. I'm not a city person. 
Well, we were looking up right before we started. Uh, there's a bridge that we get to see multiple times in the movie, mm-hmm. and the way it's depicted in the movie is to the west. Yeah, and that's where it is in real life. So, kudos. Yeah, and me being an outsider to the whole like, I've never been to New York, and I I'm not me familiar neither. with it. I was like, oh, Brooklyn Bridge. And then we're I knew like, it was a different bridge, but I didn't yeah. know which one. So we came up. It was the Washington Bridge. Yes, George Washington. George Bridge. Washington Bridge. The so, very urban setting is is hard for me to relate to. Yeah, just like the city block, the 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 neighborhood mm-hmm. thing. I've the never bodegas and stuff. Experienced any living situation like that at all? Yeah, me either. Yeah, me either. Let's talk about. Uh, hold on, hold on. You asked me if I liked any of the music. I said I liked the hip hop numbers, and oh, I, yeah. I think they were rapping in the. Uh, in the nightclub too, I think that was like a like a salsa Latin, freaking rapping mm-hmm. combo kind of thing. Yeah, I like that one too. Okay, yeah, yeah. But did you like any of the songs? Um, it was one of the more mellow ones, and I can't remember at which point it was. I want to say it was with Nina. Nina's got that pitch, dude. That shit yeah, is high. Hurts my ears. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was one of the scenes with her. But, like, yeah, her and Benny, I, I really liked their dynamic. I liked that story. As much as I liked Usnavi and Nina's story, I was, like, for whatever reason, invested in those two. <laughs> but, yeah, and then, and then that was my favorite, like, musical sequence was when they were singing on the balcony of the apartment, and then you get, like, the inverted camera, and they're yeah, walking on the walls. Yeah, that was super cool, dude. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Although you could tell that they, like, in that scene, obviously, like, it's CG'd, so they can oh, do I that. Oh, I didn't care. Yeah. I was, I was so sick of all the, just the regular singing and, and the dancing. Yeah. That um, I just was like, it, at least that's something cool to look at for a few minutes. Yeah, for sure. But, like, I, it's I been done. I don't have a clue what they were saying to each other in terms <laughs> of the dialogue going on in the song. Yeah. Shout out to my boyfriend, Astaire. They do this fucking badass sequence in uh, Dancing on the Ceiling. He's like, he's in a room, and it's from this movie Royal Wedding. And they built a rig, like a full-on cubed rig, and they would turn it. And as they turn it, he makes sure to switch positions so it looks like he's dancing on the ceiling and stuff in the side of the walls. That's cool. And, like, yeah, that was a really fucking cool sequence from Royal Wedding. I, I really liked like seeing that similar kind of kind of thing in In the Heights. It was really cool. How would they do that? And how would they do that scene in Broadway, like with uh, cables? I have no idea. Um, and I think this was just a filmed musical, like yeah. with the whole like him dancing on the ceiling and stuff. But yeah, how would they do that? That's what I want to know. Cables, like dude. how I much mean, how, how much the, of the film translates, or how much of the film is a direct copy of the stage production? Yeah, I'm not I have sure. No idea. I know. I'm sure all the dialogue is the same, right? Because, like, the screenplay or the the script is the script. Yeah. you got to learn the songs. Right. And so if I'm reading correctly, Lin-Manuel Miranda played Usnavi in the Broadway musical. Oh. So, yeah, he was, like, the lead in that in the play. Much like Hamilton, I think. Yeah, musicals, man, they're just... Even, even with the hip-hop vibe, they're just still not my... Not my jam. Yeah, me either. Me either. So in terms of like when where the story ends up, like was it was all pretty much expected for you? Like 
So not too no, much of a I, twist other than the main twist, right? Yeah, the main twist that we won't talk about. That caught me off guard, and I'll give kudos there. Yeah. Uh, the other ones are all pretty on the nose, and I really don't even remember how uh, how Nina or Kevin. I don't remember how either of their stories end up. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was pretty checked out and I knew I was on the home stretch to be honest. Yeah. I know I I know how the abuela her story ended. Benny, Nina and uh Kevin Rosario. I don't know how any how any of that wrapped up. I'm <laughs> quite embarrassed to say that now. This is like the first time on the podcast where I can't remember really what happened to those characters. So if I remember <laughs> Nina ends up going back to Stanford because she oh, feels she like she feels like she could get into like law or something like that fighting for oh. undocumented immigrants. Yeah. Okay. You just yeah, you just jog my memory. All right. Benny, I don't know what happens to Benny. I think he just chills out and hangs out at the keeps working the dispatch at yeah, the car sure. service. Well, see it. Yeah, but no, I, the car service got sold, sold it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what does uh what does Kevin do? I don't know. He goes into the Star Wars universe and continues as uh, Princess Leia's <laughs> is, dad. Is he? Is, yeah, he's in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes back to Alderaan after this movie. Yeah, I don't remember it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was. But I remember Nina. Beaten down, you know, <laughs> after two and a half hours. You were demoralized like, musically. <laughs> I was demoralized. I usually watch the credits of these movies we review. I did not. <laughs> On this one. Uh, <laughs> man. Okay, well, was there anything else we want to talk about with this story? I think we covered a lot of the main beats, I think. Let me ask you this before we move the, on. The, okay. Like, out of Usnavi, Vanessa, and Nina, Nina's, like, storylines, I guess. Because I think those are the three main. And we can even throw, like, Sunny in there, I think. Which of okay. those, like, character storylines did you are i guess caught your attention most out of those uh, those characters was there anyone i'm leaving out like i think for the most part those are like the main storylines you're kind of following sunny not as I'll much say, but there's a little bit there i'll say sunny's storyline made me think the most yeah right i think so too because his kind of realization being undocumented that he can't go to college yeah you know, he when it, that scene where he's like, "I knew I couldn't get a license, but I not now I can't go to college." You know that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. His probably touched me the most from like a messaging standpoint. Yeah, me too. And like the all the romance sides of the story. I mean, Nina's I can relate to a little bit too. Yeah. With like the the homesick mm-hmm. element of her story. Yeah. Because I always yeah I always come back to my hometown. So I can relate to her a little bit. I've always moved away and came back at some point, you know. Mm -hmm. So hers I can relate to a bit. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I think you can relate to a lot of their stuff. Yeah, I think so, too. A lot of their motivations and struggles. I think for Usnavi, I was like, well, I guess it took him two and a half hours to realize that he just doesn't want to (laughs) leave. Yeah. And for me, that's like you got a place on the beach that's like yours to run. Yeah. Like, I don't know. For me, it's not nearly that (laughs) difficult of a decision. Yeah, that's true. But then again, too, like, I think, like we said, this film touches upon a bunch of different, like important themes. And one of them 
rather than like strictly location of Washington Heights, this movie is very much about a community of people. Yeah. I can't relate much to that. And either, I, I can't relate much to that either myself. <laughs> so I'm going to shut my damn mouth. <laughs> yeah, I can't really relate to any community, you know what I'm So, saying? yeah, I'm sure it would be very difficult for someone in that position to make, like, just snap their finger and make a decision like that. So I get it. I get it. And then Vanessa is just like she wants – she's trying to, to follow her, her passion of fashion design. And I, I yeah. got a shout out. I liked the sequence of her singing down the street, the main street there, and you see all the fabric yeah. going through. That's like the other. There's three big kind of CG se- sequences, and hers is cool. They're all cool, actually, all yeah. three of them. Yeah, so there's elements of it that aren't too bad. There's, I can see why it has really good uh, – they, they're casting a really wide net in terms of relatability yeah. on storylines. There's a lot of storylines in the movie. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's not just the main one. Everybody's kind of got their struggles. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's continue on. I mean, we, we kind of talked a little bit about the characters already. but Yeah, we can go into them a little better now. Yeah. Um, a little deeper. I thought they all were fantastic, like in terms of the performances. Super talented. Yeah, very talented. <laughs> and, like, you can't say, like, it's hard to say whether you, oh, they were really good at delivering the dialogue because they were singing it. Yeah. But I thought they all sounded good delivering the dialogue. <laughs> Maybe Nina's uh, pitch was a little too. Uh, oh, I mean, no, too it's up in register for you. But she was a for, good singer for my ear, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked the main character, uh, Usnavi, Anthony Ramos. I thought he had like a natural sort of charm yeah. to his character, and that's someone I would expect in that role. So I thought that was like banger casting. There wasn't anyone I I didn't like in this film. I I really liked Sunny. I like Sonny as a character. I really liked Olga. Oh, well, Gregory Diaz the fourth, I have to say, as Sonny. I loved uh, Olga Marides. Marides? Marides? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I suck. As Abuela Claudia, she was like kind of like the, the, the heartbeat of the film, like keeps the whole community together. And you see, like, her importance as, like, a matriarch figure. I liked that. And I liked, I thought she did a, a really good job in that role. And I liked, I liked the, the sequence that you get with her at the end. It was the, one of the only kind of trippy ones. Yeah. And the then movie. once you, you quickly understand what's going on, it's like, oh, yeah. shit. So that was, I, I really liked that. That was really creative. But yeah, if I had to pick, like, a favorite character, which I mean is, is like a silly question, but I really liked. I really like Sonny. Okay. Sonny was a cool character for me. What about you? So I like Sonny a lot. I connected with his storyline, and that one actually made me think a bit. Like that one, like, you know, turned on a light switch of something I'd never even, like, thought about. Yeah. You know, like somebody working hard and trying to do what what capitalism tells you to do, right? Like work hard, do this, do that. And then it's like, yeah. oh, shit, I, I can't go to college kind of shit. Yeah. I connected with his story a lot, and he was great in it. Mm-hmm. There's this weird thing with musicals. It's almost like a, I feel like it's a different thing than just straight acting. I mm. feel like when somebody's most of their dialogue, they're singing all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm automatically just like, oh, well, they're good at singing. And I don't really are in that. I'm not really in that mindset of like, are they doing a well job of acting do i believe the character it like takes me out and does something different yeah to where so, all i can say is like look they can all sing really well and they and they're doing it 
really well. So to me, it's a good job, but I, I, it's not really like an acting thing, right? Yeah, and I think where I think you're getting at something that I picked out, and I kind of mention a bit in the article, but there's something physical about the performance that you have to pick up on more than in a, a standard film with with spoken dialogue, and it's like how the characters interact with each other like the physical performance of how they interact in the space that they're in of the scene, how they interact with each other physically. And I think that's something you can look at and say, like a scene can play uncomfortably or non-realistically if they look like they're not comfortable in those situations. And I think for me, it all worked in this movie. Like there must've been hours of rehearsal for these scenes because I felt like even though they're going out and breaking out into song, the choreography of not even just dancing, but like where they're walking and spaced out in the bodega or on the street or in a room, like the way they use the space and the way they're interacting with each other physically. I thought that was all handled really naturally, like from what I was seeing. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, it's just like a different, it's just like a different, different thing that you're judging. Yeah. In this case, it's not, are they acting really well but like the the job that they are being asked to do they all did it phenomenally yeah and it's almost like there's a that's that extra wrinkle i think that a film with just spoken dialogue doesn't have i mean obviously there is like scene blocking and there is like you know you got to be in this location in the on the set or the scene and you're gonna move here and maybe pick that up there's that but i think there's an extra wrinkle in a musical where if that doesn't work then that's your kind of indicator that something's off because they could be singing their ass off and it's all done in post like they're recording in a booth i think they're not recording this on set yeah um if that doesn't look right then it's gonna look weird because you got a bunch of (laughs) stiff looking you know actors (laughs) in the scene that can sing really well so i don't know i i gotta give it to them I, i think that every one of the actors in this movie did a a really great job of not only like the the musical aspect of it, but the physical performance as well. Yeah. So Corey Hawkins as Benny, Leslie Grace as Nina. I don't think you could say anything bad about their performances. They're both awesome. Yeah. And do exactly what you want. I like Jimmy Smith's character. <laughs> I kind of connected with him a bit on like the stressed out dad trying to put his daughter through college. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I could relate to that a little bit. And then uh, my favorite was uh, Melissa Barrera. I'm a dude. She's smoking hot. She's dancing. <laughs> Definitely my favorite in the movie. She's very much like, I liked her like sass. Yeah. I really like that. It's, um, and her, her chemistry with Anthony Ramos I thought was great. Like they have a natural chemistry, this like playful kind of banter back and forth. Um, I really liked that and enjoyed that. Yeah, she did a really great job too. Got to shout out Graffiti Pete. Graffiti Pete. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Noah, Noah Katala. Katala. Yeah, and then I, I like really... his little storyline. Yeah, his real, was good. real kind of not parallel, but you know, just on the periphery of the main storylines. But I liked his little stuff. Yeah, and then I I really liked Daphne Rubin Vega as Daniela. Yeah, in the salon, like she's. Uh, <laughs> What? Her character is the perfect segue to what I want to give a PSA for health and safety about. Oh, okay, okay. 
So the scene when when she's moving up to the Bronx or whatever, yeah, moving her uh, beauty shop, uh huh, and she goes and like chastises everybody for not sending her off because it's hot as fuck and the power's out, uh huh, and it's like a hundred and six that day or whatever. They flash it on the screen. Yeah, the last thing you should be doing when it's that hot and the power's out is a giant singing dancing musical number in the sun. <laughs> I mean, she's going to go to the Bronx and half of the people that just danced for her are dehydrated and in the hospital with heat exhaustion. <laughs> okay. All right. She needs to be a little bit more sensitive. Be a little <laughs> sensitive to the heat index. You know what I'm saying? That's dangerous. Yeah. Come That's on. some bad messaging. There we go. Yeah. Don't have a song and dance out in 106 degrees. Yeah. Don't make us call OSHA. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I don't think they... Is OSHA... Uh, they probably got their own OSHA in New York that's probably... Probably, yeah. Not policing the heat index that well. Where are the shade <laughs> structures, you know? Yeah, yeah. Good point, good point. <laughs> uh, and then Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, he's in here too. Peter Guerrero. He's uh, like the, the, the shave ice, ice guy. dude. Yeah, walking the streets. That was pretty cool. Little cameo there from him. And then I got to say, um, I, I loved uh, Olivia Perez as Iris. Like, she doesn't have a whole ton of lines, but I, I, I really liked her in the role that she had. It was... Uh, you could see it in her eyes the whole movie, you know? Yeah. That she was his daughter. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think... I mean, there, there isn't any weak link in this group of actors. I, I thought they all did really, really well. Let's continue on and talk right. about some things we already kind of mentioned, but the cinematography and the, the movie making in general. I thought the film was really well shot. And I, I love the practical location shooting um, in a lot of the film. I don't know if how many of those interiors were shot uh, in real life, but at least a lot of like the back streets and stuff and, and the, the street corners and everything, most of what you see outside, that, that's all Washington Heights. And I was reading, John M. Chu was saying, like, you know, we're not making a film that's set in Washington Heights and shooting it somewhere else. And it just makes sense. Like, if you have... I mentioned this too, like if you have the opportunity to bring a staged Broadway musical to the big screen and it's set in a very particular location, you have every opportunity to shoot there. And I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they didn't shoot like in downtown LA (laughs) and try to dress it up as Washington Heights or something. I mean, they got some of the yellow sky, that (laughs) LA yellow sky in this, but yeah, I thought... It was probably the strongest element of the movie to to be able to have that big of scenes with that many extras and that much choreography. Yeah. And coordination. I can only give props, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there was the the few kind of CG scenes mm-hmm. that I did like a lot and kind of like brought a little uh pep into my experience that I appreciated. Any in particular that you can point out? All three, right? So the the fabric, the trippy mm-hmm. fabric, you know, floating in the tops of the buildings and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. The little, like, smoke letters and characters and stuff mm-hmm. when they're walking down the street after the lottery ticket. Yeah. And then uh, the 90-degree gravity switch on the building <laughs> yeah. was dope. Yeah, that was really cool. Those were the only three. And then the Abuela's kind of uh, song... Yeah. Was, was kind of trippy and kind of entertaining. 
Mm-hmm. And then the part that that kind of tripped me out the most was when like everybody was in the triangle on the beach singing yeah. during her her kind of thing. But I get it after the fact. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I thought that was a really clever bait and switch there. And I liked yeah. how it was tied into what happens to the bodega at the end of the film. Like yes. after someone gets their hands on the inside. So yeah, that, that really worked well for me. And I loved just, um, oh, well, another sequence I really liked was the club sequence that we talked about. Yeah. There's something about being in really cramped spaces and shooting in those locations. And then you got like the really warm lighting. There's tons of people in there. Yeah. And you can almost just feel like you can sense the body heat on camera. I love whenever like you can get into like the nitty gritty with scenes like that and just feel the claustrophobia and like the the life in spaces like that on camera. So that was a really cool. Definitely the sexiest scene in the movie. Yeah, and the music was like hot too. It was really good music. I like that number. Like if I had to pick one, yeah, that was the one that I liked the most. The whole because. The way it started was really hip hoppy, and then it turned in back and forth between hip hop and like this salsa thing. Yeah, and this uh, worship mm-hmm. of Vanessa by all the dudes that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but big ass scenes, man. That's where you gotta like give credit. Big ass scenes with tons of people in them. Yeah, and it looked good. You know, on you know certain movies, you can like. War movies, this happens all the time. When there's a shitload of people on screen, you can always kind of, like, look around. Yeah. And see people that aren't really, like, committed to the scene. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the extras there's that none just of wants that to get this. on their lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> now, and then uh, I, I think the camera... I, I like that the camera wasn't very static. I like that it was, like, always moving. Those are some of my favorite, like, styles of cinematography. And I'm not talking about shaky cam. I'm talking about where the camera follows characters and yeah. follows them around scenes rather than just staying put. Cause there's something like those work in, in a lot of different scenes, but they, in a musical, they can be kind of boring. Yeah. Um, and I thought they, they really choreographed the cinematography well too. Cause I mean, on top of the, the dance numbers and stuff, that's also something you have to kind of choreograph out in a Fuck sense. Yeah. Is like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Where are we going to put the cameraman and like, how are we going to get him into this sequence? So it's, yeah, it's a shit ton of planning, and I would not want to direct one of these movies ever. No thanks. (laughs) John M. Chu, though, can handle it. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about before we move on to our kind of uh, objective part of the show? (laughs) Quote, unquote. Oh, no, no, no. We got one one more area. Yeah, we got score to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Well, let's talk about that. Score. Mm. The songs. Yeah. Essentially. Right. Because everything is wrapped into a song, the whole movie. I, if you broke it down, how much time do you think was of the movie was singing relative to just the regular dialogue scenes? It's like almost two and a half hours. Yeah. I'd say like two hours and ten minutes of music. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a big number. <laughs> yeah. It's like 90% of the movie, I'd say. Yeah. So I enjoyed uh, the hip-hop mm-hmm. songs that were in the movie. And... Uh, give the credit on there definitely give the credit for those the the other songs like the romantic songs and the ones in the big numbers when everybody's singing yeah that stuff kind of just like goes away and i can't really pay attention (laughs) yeah to what's going on but i will give credit to the hip-hop stuff and the writing of those yeah lin-manuel miranda 
for sure. Yep. Same, same. I think that's his signature style, like to be able to just, you know, rhyme it out and, and rap about anything. I think there was uh, something he did when Obama was still president and like they would just take cue cards with different words on them and then drop the card to an- another word and he would just rap and include the word somehow. And he was doing uh, that like on the fly. That shit's always impressive, man. I love that yeah, kind of crazy smithing. Yeah, so he's really, really good at that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed like that element of the music. It was just Would- like anytime. It's weird, right? Like <laughs> in the context of the film, it's awkward because they're singing dialogue. But if you were to like play the music without the film, it's probably less so. I don't know if that makes sense. I was going to ask, you going to bump this? you going to listen to this? Well, I mean, you're would, not going <laughs> to... Yeah, with my windows rolled down. Like, Well, yeah, that's an interesting point. How does it come across when you just listen to it as opposed to seeing it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but something tells me that it works better that way for me when I, I don't see two people talking like or singing to each other that way. I don't know. <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Look, I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Yeah, that's man. from a. That's a one-liner from a, a Rotten Tomatoes review. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to give him props though to the creativity of it all. It's it takes yeah. someone a lot more talented than I'll ever be to do that for sure. Um, and then the score itself, like the musical, the music underlying elements of that. I think there is a bit of like standalone score in some scenes, but a lot of it's just like the backing music to the actual lyrics. Yeah. It definitely doesn't take center stage. Yeah, for sure. And I have, to be honest, I have a hard time remembering much of it. Me, me too. Me too. Uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm just sitting there trying to pay attention to what they're saying. Yeah. And I'm even checked out from that. (laughs) I'm like hand on the face. (laughs) Look, looking at the other side of the room until it's over, you know. How did you not text me during the movie? Like, how did, how were you able to even? <laughs> it was a, it was just a struggle, dude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> My lady came home with like a half an hour left, and she was just busting up laughing <laughs> the whole time at how uncomfortable I was. Uh, did she have any comments on it at all? She, she was not into it. <laughs> Oh God! I can't wait till they do. She Hamilton. didn't sit down to watch the rest of it with me. I'll put it that way. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's start to wrap up here and let's get into our love hates. And once again, we'll start with you, Mister El Tato, on okay. your love hates in the heights. <laughs> All right. So what I loved was those couple of CG shots, probably the most. Mm-hmm. And then it made me think a bit about uh sonny's character and his predicament yeah and that issue you know made me think about that a bit so i love that the most and obviously what i hated is that it's a musical (laughs) and i don't hate i don't like musicals they make me uncomfortable to watch and i can't pay attention when they're singing talking you know yeah uh it was a slog dude yeah i get you well, that's uh, what about that's... you? <laughs> all right, for loves, I loved I loved all of the location stuff. I loved seeing Washington Heights, and I felt like the way they portray the characters and the neighborhood in this film 
was done in a way that was oddly grounded for me. And I felt like I could come across any one of these characters in real life somewhere. Like, they all seemed very real to me. And that's what I loved the most, I think, about it. And that has to do with the performances, the direction, and, like, I guess the overall concept of the of the the story from Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I got to give kudos to all the performances and the creatives behind this. And like you, what I hated was I... <laughs> it's a musical and I don't like musicals. <laughs> I don't like when dialogue is sung. I'm sorry, I just don't like it. And that's why I really liked La La Land, because La La Land is not that kind of musical. Because they were separated... The music was very much separated from what the characters were trying to say to each other. Mm. It was like you'd get, I mean, every now and like when someone would walk into the room, they wouldn't sing like hi and start breaking out in the song, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you don't get that in La La Land. I just almost spit beer all <laughs> over my computer. Like that's not how La La Land works. And <laughs> I guess... <laughs> Yeah, what can I say? It's it's not my cup of tea, musicals in general. And this is what the majority of musicals are, is spoken dialogue. That's what makes them musicals. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's it's very much more of a personal preference deal for me. And I'm not trying to compare La La Land to In, In the Heights. That style of musical works better for me. Not necessarily the story or anything else, just the style. Only uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone musicals work for me. <laughs> Book South of Mormon Park guys. Yeah, I took my parents to see the Book of Mormon and it was hilarious. It was <laughs> yeah. great. That's a Tony Award winner too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. It was really good. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's the other thing too. Like, and I'm sorry I keep talking about La La Land. La La Land was not a Broadway musical. La La Land was, was conceived movie. as a movie. Okay. So that's mi- what I ca- that's kind of what I had in my head about this. Yeah. Okay. That's why my opinion shifted a bit. Gotcha. So that makes a lot more sense when you're looking at these two as as musicals. They're very different in that sense. Yeah, totally. So for sure. All right. Well, let's try, let's try and slap yeah. a score on this one. And I think being completely objective, I think it's actually going to come out pretty well. But let's see. So you want to start? You want with me? me to go first? Okay. Yeah. Let's go with you. Go with you. All right. I'll get it out of the way right now. The feels <laughs> is a, is a no bong loads for me because I didn't <laughs> like it. It made me uncomfortable. I'm going to give. A full bong load for characters. Okay. I'm going to give a full bong load for the care the what is it? The cinematography and the whole overall production of everything, right? Okay. All the choreography, all that. Uh-huh. I'm going to give half uh-huh. for the score. Okay. Because I really like the hip hop stuff. And then the sing songy stuff I don't like that much. <laughs> and then for the story, a lot of it was pretty on the nose. However, like I said earlier, they cast a really wide net and told a bunch of little stories inside this bigger story. So I'm going to give them a full bong load and give credit for that. And the twist that caught me off guard. Yeah. So that gets me to three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half bong loads. All right. That's, that says a lot from someone who's not into musicals. That's because here at the Buff and the Blazer, we are strictly objective. <laughs> yeah it's just i mean how it made me feel is just one category so. right yeah it's great all right so for me i'm also going to start with the feels and i'm actually going to give it a half on the feels because okay. i'm not a fan of 
the particular style, but by the end of the movie, I was I was feeling pretty good by the end. I liked how they wrapped up that story. So it I wasn't completely like turned off from everything. So I'm going to give them a half there. I am going to give them a half on story because like I said, an hour into the movie, I really want a clearer picture of where we're going. Okay. And we could have discussed like we said, that could have something to do with this being a Broadway stage production. So I don't know. So First intermission. Yeah. So there's a half there. That gets me to one. Characters and acting get a full point for me because they were all fantastic and did a really good job. Cinematography gets a point from me because it looked really, really good. And I'm also going to give a half point to score because there were elements of the music I liked, but a major part of the music I didn't like was the singing and the dialogue. (laughs) So that leaves me at three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half, just like you. Got there a different way? Yeah, different way. From two guys that don't like musicals, yeah, three and a half. For one, that's musical 90% of the time. I think that goes to show how well made the movie is, I think. Yeah, and it's perfectly okay that you have things that you don't like. Right, you know, for some sure. Some people hate horror movies. Some people hate rom-coms, you know? Some and there's people just... hate action movies. Yeah. Some people hate superhero movies. And while it's, this film did good. get like an overwhelmingly good score on Rotten Tomatoes, there are a few <laughs> critics that just don't like it, period. So yeah, it's it's all kind of subjective in that sense. Well, and lots of people love this shit, man. Yeah, obviously. for sure. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, I don't know when uh, we'll get around to doing another musical, but uh, it sounds like you need a good, a good break from this. We're <laughs> going to have to do West Side Story whenever that comes out. We Which have is to. pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. That comes out this year? I believe so, yeah. They just released the oh, first trailer shit. for it. All right. Are you familiar with that at all? Uh, yeah. I'm not. I, like I said, I fucking grew up in a very... Is it very much movie the same was thing? On, that movie was on <laughs> probably close to a four-digit number of times <laughs> in my childhood. In the Is it the same? Is it all everything spoken and sung? Like I don't even remember, dude. Oh, okay. You just tuned I just it out. know it was on all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that'll definitely be one we have to do. It's Spielberg. That in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do. Let's uh, bounce back and do something horror next week. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll we'll see what's on the docket. But regardless, we'll we'll have something for you next week for sure. But yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I think we did a, a pretty good job of kind of talking through our <laughs> our feelings about musicals and this one in particular. We did it justice. Yeah, for sure. And I don't we think didn't it just was trash a, it. Yeah, it wasn't all haterade. It's really easy to just really love something or really, really trash something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. When we've had those episodes, too. When from an objective side, it should be harder to do each of those things. Yeah, for sure. But I think we were under uh, agreement that The Legion was awful. That movie's objectively bad. (laughs) It's... (laughs) Uh, trash so if that you're, movie till I die. <laughs> if you're intrigued by that, go back uh, into the <laughs> earlier episodes and we do <laughs> a breakdown of this little film called The Legion. It's uh, not worth your time, but you should give it time anyways. It's still 25 bucks on Voodoo. Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, how do you charge more than $5 for that movie? So is this movie, so this movie is also in my theater. 
up here. Does it disappear from HBO Max in 30 days like yeah. the other stuff? So it's still on HBO Max if you can catch it. It's on for free. I'll say this for sure. If you like musicals, you're going to love this movie. Oh, I, yeah. Like, if for the crowd that does like musicals, this one is fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just because we don't particularly draw to the musical genre, anyone who likes musicals, this is, like, up there. It's really well made. So give it a watch. It's on HBO Max um, for 30 days, like we said. So once, you know, the 30 days is up, they pull it off, and then I guess, I don't know if they, it stays in theaters for a little bit, and then they bring it to digital. But catch it while you can. It's on there for free if you're a subscriber. You know, let us know what you think. But other than that, that's all, <laughs> that's all I got. Nothing much. Yeah, else. man. Cool. Well, we hope everyone has a great week. Thanks for hanging with us once again, and we will catch you on the next episode. Stay cool.